Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. DrRoto.com it is, and we are back with the week two edition of Consistently Cashin, where yours truly, Colby Conway, at Colby R. Conway on Twitter, and Ron Rigney used Bob Long's consistency concept to deliver the goods for your DFS cash game lineups on FanDuel and DraftKings. So, Ron, I'm going to lead you in here with the normal question. How are you doing? Everything like that. And then uh, I know my two lineups cashed this past weekend, so let's hear about your lineups as well. Well, you know, we uh, I'm proud to say that we went four for four last week. We cashed all four lineups. We got you some uh, some money in those cash games in in every way possible. We give you gave you some good picks last week. So I'm hoping we can make that two weeks in a row that we can cash all four of them. I hope so. And I I got a good I got a good feeling about a couple plays. It's it's mm -hmm. interesting how last week the one that I was all aboard Kyle picked on DraftKings is the one that actually didn't pan out. And don't even get me started on the Raheem Mostert injury. I. I was I actually I talked to my parents tonight and my dad he he likes lineups and everything like that so I was mentioned something like that he goes how do your lineups did and I said on DraftKings well I finished in the top twenty five hundred of seventeen thousand people with a whole two points from Raheem Mostert so what could have been for Mostert but man it's it's a shame for him. and now everyone used their fab on the San Fran running backs but are we going to be using them in our DFS lineups this week that's the real question but what we'll do here. We'll target our normal cast of characters, games we're targeting, games we're avoiding. Who's the high price guy that we're getting in our lineup? Who's the low price guy? Who's the one guy that we refuse to click submit, save, confirm, whatever, without them in the lineup? All of that and more will be here in the Consistently Cash and Podcast. And make sure you check out the article at drroto.com as well, where there are some plays that we don't talk about here. And that's where you can actually see Ron's full FanDuel and DraftKings lineup and my FanDuel and DraftKings lineup. So before we talk about individual players, Ron, what's one of those games this week that's just oozing with a lot of fantasy goodness? I got to say the one that's – I, I would liken this one to maybe like one of those Cadbury eggs you get for Easter with so much fantasy goodness in it with a 54-and-a-half total. I like the Chargers and the Cowboys, and I like this one before – I mean, look at both sides. There's a lot of different ways to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean a little bit towards the the Chargers side, though. You got Justin Herbert. You got Keenan Allen, who did what he does last week. Solid game. You got Mike Williams, who got the touchdown last week. You've got Cook at tight end. You've got Eckler in the backfield. You got a lot to like here. But the thing that I like the most, and that made this matchup even a, a little juicier than I thought, and put me a little more on that Chargers side, is. Most likely the Cowboys are going to be without Randy Gregory. We saw where Demarcus Lawrence broke his foot in practice the other day. He's going to miss several weeks. So I think that Dallas Cowboy pass rush is not going to be there. They're going to have to get real creative to put some pressure on Justin Herbert. And I think Justin Herbert, we know he's a good quarterback anyway. But especially if you're going to give him time to sit back there and throw to those targets that he has, I think it's going to be a big day for him. And I think it's going to be a big day for pretty much everybody in that offense. And then if you look at the Dallas side, it's not that I don't I, I don't like the matchup as much against the defense, but they're going to have to do what they did against the Bucs, and they're going to have to score early, score often, and I think that means another big game for the uh, Dallas Cowboys passing attack as well. That's definitely the one that I was certainly looking at, and I think a lot of people are going to be as well. But other than that game, it's a little bit chalky, but Titans-Seahawks, both defenses you can throw on. You can also run on Seattle a little bit, so I expect Tennessee to – I don't know. Can you really establish Derrick Henry at this point? We kind of 
everyone knows what he is, but they're going to run him into the ground. There's going to be enough room to throw it. They're going to be fine. And on the Seattle side of the ball, Tyler Lockett had the big week last week, and it seems like in recent memory, it's whenever Lockett's had the big game, Metcalf had it the next week and kind of vice versa. So I'm looking at both Seattle pass catchers. You can even look at Gerald Everett as a tight end too if you want to go there because what we saw in week one with Russell Wilson and Shane Waldron, that new experiment, hard not to like it. So Tennessee, Seattle, Dallas, L.A., could also look at probably Atlanta, Tampa Bay, probably more so on the Tampa Bay side, if we're being honest there. But those are all games that you can definitely look at. But now, just anytime there's a game that you want to target, there's going to be a game that you're probably going to avoid. So, Ron, what game is what game or games, I should say, is that for you here in week two? I think the main one that I'm going to avoid, and it's not that there's not maybe a couple of matchups in this game that I don't like that I like, but I'm going to avoid for the most part that Patriots Jets game it's only a 43 point total as it sits right now you've got a two rookie quarterbacks that you know that, that I think are going to potentially be stars I think Mac Jones looks solid week one and there's some things I saw about Zach Wilson especially in the second half I like but I just think that I think I heard yesterday it was uh somewhere that Bill Belichick is either nine and one or ten and one against rookie quarterbacks in, in the last few times he's faced them and so the only thing I really like here as far as a daily lineup is I'm, I think in both my lineups, I've got that Patriots defense against Zach Wilson. I just think that Bill Belichick does what he does, especially he, he's, he puts these looks together that, that mess with rookie quarterbacks. And he's just, we know what he does anyway on defense. I just don't think there's a lot of, of skill position players here. I'm going to want, I don't want Zach Wilson against that defense. I, you could maybe go Mac Jones if you really wanted to, but I, I, I might trust also Damian Harris, but I know that the minute I start to trust one running back in that Patriots backfield, it's going to backfire on me and they're going to end up going with, with someone other than who I've picked. So for the most part, I'm going to stay away from that game except for that Patriots defense. I guess I'll go with the other AFC showdown then with Buffalo, Miami. It's not that there aren't pieces to like. It's just at price points, I find myself intrigued with other players or I'm you know, kind of committed to a stack and there's just nothing that I really want in that game. So Patriots Jets was the first one that caught my eye with one that I'm avoiding. And I think Buffalo Miami is going to be that way too. I mean, Stefan Diggs, obviously an incredible talent, but Miami's got great corners. Josh Allen obviously is good, but when you can pay for other guys in better matchups, why not go that route? So it, it sounds like we're on an AFC East fade train, essentially. We're just not really touching anything other than maybe a defense or two in the AFC East, and I'm okay with that here in week two with all of the other matchups. So moving on to some players here. Ron, I'll let you go first again. High-priced player. Who's that guy? It doesn't matter if there was – like I think I said it last week. If there was an extra zero at the end of his price tag, you're still putting him in your lineup. There's a couple ways I can go here, but I'm, I'm going to go with being one of the higher-priced players at his position, and that's going to be DK Metcalf. And I know we talked a little bit off air, you and myself and Bob, we talked a little bit about that consistency. And we talked a little bit about Tyler Lockett and what he does after big games. And and, and DK Metcalf wasn't ultra loud last week, but he did have four catches for 60 and a touchdown. So he, you know, he had a, had a solid week. Tyler Lockett kind of stole the show, but we also know that Tyler Lockett has a, has a propensity for a big game and then he disappears for three or four weeks. And then he, comes back up after he's been on the milk carton for a while. So I think DK Metcalf against that Titans secondary, you know, we saw what Russell Wilson did against my Colts last weekend. He was really, really efficient. You know, he did his, his, his passing yardage didn't jump off the page at you, but he completed a ton of passes. He he scored four touchdowns through the air, but also he didn't throw a pick. I think he's going to be just as efficient, but I also think that the passing yards are going to be a little bit higher than that. 
And I think there's a lot to like in this game as far as that Seattle passing attack, but I think he's going to build that rapport and look for DK early and often. I think he's going to get more than five targets this week like he did last week. For sure. DK Metcalf is a guy, spoiler alert, you'll see him in the article. Probably see him in a couple lineups, maybe all four, to be honest. Now for me, I'm going to the Cleveland running back, Nick Chubb. Don't think the Houston run defense is that much improved from what we saw in week one. Game script really helped out that run defense. And I mean, I I wasn't even positive that they were going to beat Jacksonville. And what they did to them um, was exciting, I guess I could say. Celebrate any win. You don't know when the next one's coming. I think that's what they always say. So game script really helped that Houston run defense. And Nick Chubb is a different animal. We've seen big, strong running backs like Derrick Henry give the Houston run defense fits. And when you really look at it, Houston's still nearly allowed five yards per carry against Jacksonville. They just didn't have enough volume to really – you know, produce that fantasy or those fantasy numbers that we really want. I also had James Robinson in a lot of lineups last week, so that one kind of hurt too. But this week, positive game script for the Cleveland rushing attack is going to expose this Houston run defense. It is not better than what it was last season. I said this in the article. Don't be surprised if Nick Chubb pushes for 200 yards in this game. If if Houston can keep it any bit close where it doesn't, they don't basically just rotate to Kareem Hunt and let him dominate near the end because they're up by 30. If they keep it close at all, Nick Chubbs might go for 200 yards in this game and he'll score multiple touchdowns. So he's the big guy that I am putting in every lineup, regardless of price. If there was a one in front of his price tag, if there was a zero at the end of it, doesn't matter. He's a guy that I'm putting in there this week. Ron, who's the mid-price guy? Maybe not the higher DK Metcalfs and Nick Chubb of the pricing tier, but we're also not scraping the bottom of the barrel. And, and this is a guy, I, I, I'm thinking maybe I might steal your thunder on this one, but I think it's a guy that we both like, and I think it's another guy that you're going to see in, in probably just about every single one of our lineups, and, and that's Najee Harris. And Najee Harris is a guy I especially like on DK because I believe his price tag on DK, or I'm sorry, on FanDuel, I believe he's like $6,100 on uh, FanDuel. I like him a little more there. Yeah, he's 6100 on FanDuel. I think he's 6300 on DK. So I, I like him both places, but he's kind of in that mid-tier I, I, I like the fact that he got 16 touches last week, you know, and he didn't, you know, obviously didn't look too ultra impressive against that. But Buffalo's got a talented, you know, front seven, got a talented defensive line. So I didn't expect much out of there. He gets a, a, a nice little cure for what ails you there in week two going against Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders. We saw what they did last week on Monday night. Super exciting game. They ended up pulling out the win, but they also allowed 189 yards on the ground. I, I, I know people are talking about that Pittsburgh Steeler line not being that great. I get it. But I think that it's going to be much less of a challenge going against this, this Raiders defensive line and being able to push them around. I think that they really want to get Najee Harris established. They spent a first-round pick on him for a reason. He, he had three targets in the passing game. I look for him to get a few more targets. I look for him to get over 20 touches this week, and I look for him to put up some points, and I look for him to get in the end zone at least once. Yep, and for me, he's definitely a guy that you're going to see in the Oracle and in some lineups. I'll go Jared Cook. I know a lot of people gave the guy some crap in the offseason. He's old. He's slow. Uh, you can argue if he's good or not, but he's getting volume in this Chargers passing attack. He had eight targets in the in the opening game, and that's good for a tight end, honestly, where his price point's at. And did you see what Rob Gronkowski did against that defense in week one? So, yeah, Jared Cook's a guy for me I'm looking at. I mean, shoot, you could honestly roll out a Justin Herbert, Jared Cook, and then take your pick of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams or throw them both in there and go full on charter stack. And I guess that kind of emulates and really solidifies your point of what, what's the game that you're targeting? Chargers Cowboys. So there you go. Jared Cook for me on the low end. 
what uh what player are you looking at low lower end price maybe helps you uh round out your lineup and gives you a little bit of financial flexibility well one of them you kind of talked about so i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let everybody kind of look in the article for for my one but the other one that i like and we had a couple questions about uh these guys actually in the discord tonight and that's going to be that Denver running game, but especially Javante Williams. And Javante Williams is going against a Jags team that we saw last week. They they kind of let everybody that was wearing a Texans uniform get in the backfield and run against them. And I like the fact that, you know, we saw the huge game out of Melvin Gordon. It kind of overshadowed what Javante Williams did. And I don't want to say that Javante Williams had a, a super great game. He, he, he was good, but I think there's definitely room there for way more than what we saw. I like him coming out. He still got 14 carries, still got a target the passing game, but he he led the the, the backfield in, in in rush attempts last week, and I think he does that again. I think he does it against a little bit softer of a defense. He's I want to say his price tag on FanDuel. I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe he's forty four hundred dollars. You got to scroll pretty far down to find him, so it allows you to save a little cash there. Maybe his DK he was forty four hundred. Let me get my lineup straight here. I want to make sure I'm getting these prices right. Where are we at? Yeah, Javante Williams on DK, 4400 So it allows you to pay up for the guys like uh, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen. It lets you spend 7 k on those guys. It lets you get, you know, uh, one of those those higher-up quarterbacks. So it allows you to save money in that running back spot, or it makes for a nice little uh, affordable flex, flex play as well. But I think he's going to get just as many touches, if not more. I think he's going to be able to do more with them against that Jacksonville defense. On the low end for me, I expect a lot of people with Odell Beckham Jr. to are not playing to look to Jarvis Landry and rightfully slow, rightfully so, as Desmond King had some issues in the covered in the slot in week one. For forty eight hundred dollars on Fanduel, you can sign me up for Anthony Schwartz as long as he's playing. He's been bogged down by a knee issue here in this week, but he has enough speed and he has more speed than anybody in that Houston secondary outside of maybe the safeties. But those corners for Houston are not very fast. Schwartz can run past them. And if Houston starts trying to basically sell out to stop Nick Chubb, which even if they do that, I don't think it's going to work. But if that is the case, Schwartz can get behind this defense. And he had a nice week one performance hauling in three of five targets for 69 yards, but double-digit points on FanDuel. Don't be surprised if Anthony Schwartz has himself a nice little game and he's cheap enough. And if you can get some of those guys around him, like the Keaton Allens and maybe Zeke Elliott or Najee Harris and Nick Chubb, he offers you nice upside at a pretty reasonable price. So Ron, we'll go ahead and close it out here. But of course, this is the point where we talk about what we call our building block. So for week two, who is that one guy that you essentially have to have in your lineup? I hate to make it easy here. I kind of already made the case for him, but he fits so many other, so many places, and that's DK Metcalf. I've got him in one lineup as one of my wide receivers. I'm, you know, I got Jarvis Landry and Keenan Allen, like we talked about. I love Jarvis Landry this week as well. You, you mentioned him before, but I think that that DK is expensive, but he's not the top guy at the position. He's right there, but I think we've got a lot. To me, it, there's a lot of mid mid range. I think bounce back type candidates this well, you know, we mentioned Najee Harris. There's a couple of other guys. Mike Evans is another one. I didn't mention that. I like his price point. He's a little bit cheaper, but I think at that price DK at 7,000 on FanDuel, I think he's 7,600 on, on DraftKings. Uh, I, I think that the targets are going to be early and often for him. And I'm looking for him to have a big game. Cause I'm not really looking for Tyler Lockett to have that big a game, but either way, if he does, I still think that the, enough meat there on the bone for DK to pay off that 7,000 price tag. I've said his name about 200 times. It's Nick Chubb. He might have that many yards 
in this matchup. I'm confident. And for me, for a building block, what do I want? I want volume. He had 15 carries in week one, found the end zone twice. I want upside. He even caught two passes. And Houston just chooses a lot of time to not cover opposing running backs. So if he can get a cheap perception or two, sign me up. And obviously upside, bad run defense, positive game script. Everything's on the up and up for Nick Chubb in this match. So I know it's chalky with him being one of the higher priced backs, but he's simply too good. And he's in simply too good of a matchup to not be my week two building block. So as we talked about here, make sure you check out the consistently cash and article at drroto.com. All of what we talked about here and more is in that article, including our lineups that we'll be playing. Hopefully we can push it to maybe eight for eight for the first two weeks of the season. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, whatever superstition you uh, choose to believe there. But uh, check out Ron's great work at The Real Made on Twitter. There is no numbers at the end of it, like I said there was last week and got that wrong. So I wanted to correct that here. At The Real Made, M-A-D-A-Y on Twitter. I'm at Colby R. Conway on Twitter. Make sure you check out all of the great content here at drroto.com from our content here for FanDuel and DraftKings to Monkey Knife Fight to all of the great content and sites that we are working with this season. Make sure you check it all out. Any questions, hit us up on Twitter, in the Discord, whatever, wherever, whatever floats your boat. Doesn't matter to us. Go ahead and reach out. We'll help you out. So again, check out all the great work at drroto.com. Check out the Consistently Cash and Article. And until next week, best of luck and stay consistent. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.